lead her every day, living for messy action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact. And who are willing to take messy and perfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, y'all, we are going to do something completely different today. So little backstory, usually Jordan and I, before we record these episodes, we have a brainstorming session and we'll, we'll have a rough outline. We always want it to feel like us and this isn't scripted, but we have a roadmap because we both love to talk. And we also realize that in this planning process, we have so many magical conversations and we get value from each other and we get excitement. And so the idea today was just to do what is called candid conversations. And you're going to hear us like, literally, we have nothing written. This is just how we're feeling, what we're experiencing, and we're going to go for it. So we hope you enjoy it. Let's see how this goes. My type three Enneagram self is cringing right now, but I think it's important for you guys to understand that like things don't always have to be sparkly. Um, These real conversations are a part of leading yourself and impacting those around you. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. I think that some of it is, you know, I'm going to own and I I know I'm going to speak for Jordan. She can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we've also been going through some of our own growth and that equates to struggles, right? When you are growing, you're getting uncomfortable, you're having struggles and we're both having that behind the scenes. And truthfully, I never want to portray that that doesn't exist. Right. And because we're learning and growing right along with you. It's just the things that we share on this episode. Maybe we're one step ahead in that area, but you might be other steps ahead of us in other areas. I think it's important to share that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about, we love to use air quotes, being on, you know, and how to turn off and what that looks like. And I think that so often social media is such a powerful tool and and it's not just social media. I mean, when you're a leader in general and you have people looking at you, sometimes you feel like you have to be on, you know, like you're kind of looked at. And we do talk about having that mentor mentality. Um, That's part of being a leader. You know, someone's always watching, but also the fact that someone's always watching can get exhausting and it's okay if you feel exhausted from that. And so the candid conversation is like, what do we do? How do we balance taking rest? What does that look like? And how do we still, you know, keep the core identities of who we are and keep our promises to ourselves, which I guess is a better way to put it while, you know, being off and resting. Yeah. And I think that some of it is, it's so easy. We've talked about the shoulds before. It's so easy to default back to that. And so it's like, what should I be doing? How should I be showing up as this leader, as this mentor? And I think that sometimes is a lot of pressure I can share. Like I put that pressure on myself a lot of times is what I've noticed. It's like, I love sharing. I am a helper by nature. No question. Like it brings me so much joy. It's this weird dynamic too, where it actually like invigorates me and like fuels me. It doesn't often drain me. And there's this need to be on and like always helping people. And sometimes I got lost in that journey and all of that. And yeah, I don't know. 
it can be hard to be on all the time. The other side of it is then when you're off, like, what are you truly doing with that off? Yeah. And I think that sometimes it's not a burnout off, but a forced off. Right. So one of my most frustrating things as like a creator and a leader and a mom is when I like, feel like I'm getting a stride. And like right now, a stride for me literally just means like one day of like good productive life. And then it's like, boom, my kids are sick, you know, or like, boom, I'm sick. Well, your, your kids are sick. All the time. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why my strides are one day y'all, because <laughs> I literally got a message from daycare today that the stomach flu is still freaking going around in June, mid June. And I'm like, Oh, I had my one day stride, you know? So it's like, it's for me, it's forced. And so I have to take a step back on those days and say, okay, what is my priority in life today? I'm a mom. I have sick kids at home. I have a full-time job. I can't necessarily show up on stories and be like inspiring. I don't have time to listen to a book or a podcast or really even get on my Peloton. Like I'm legit thrown into survival mode. And so those are like forced off sessions for me. And I think sometimes that can be hard to swallow but that's my reality. And it's a situation that I can't control, but there are elements of my day that I can control. And there are graces that I give myself so that I am not continuing to pile on the pressure of life. So I guess the takeaway there would be control the controllable, you know, life is going to happen. And you can have the attitude that it's happening to you, or you can have the attitude of this isn't ideal. Um, What are we going to do now? Yeah. Do you ever feel guilty in those moments? Yeah. Because a lot of times I want to be doing other things. Like my soul doesn't always want to take care of my sick kids when they're home, even though it's such a blessing. And like, I love snuggling them and getting the extra time with them. It's like when I'm in stride mode, I want to be getting up and doing my things and reading and growing. And I feel like it's almost like one step forward, two steps back in this season. So yeah, it's definitely a guilt ridden thing. Yeah. I think it's hard too, because obviously y'all know I'm not a mom, but I see this time and time again, is this culture too, that it's almost like you can't take the right step. Even Jordan sharing that, which I appreciate you just owning that. Like, yeah, I don't always want to be taking care of my sick kids. You know, it's so easy for judgment to come in there. Right. Or, you know, and then the obligations we have at work and so forth. And we live in this place a lot of time of identities too, where it's like, you know, my identity is a mom. My identity is like a career woman. My identity as like a partner to someone or a, a daughter or, you know, a sister to someone, my identity as a friend. And I think sometimes we forget about the identity of you or yeah. really what would be me and all of that. It's all these other identities and you're just kind of sprinkled in, but there's not a you in it. Right. And that those identities we've talked before about living out of obligation. And when you, when you think of like, well, what I, sh- my, my identity is like a mom right now, what I should be doing. Then you start to live in like those should moments. It, it's okay to turn off. I think we all need it. I think that looks like different things for all of us. And something that's just still important to me when I turn off is like, there are things that I turn off and there are things that I want to make sure I ground myself in. Even when I'm again, air quotes, like off, you know, I still want to be living behind the scenes as like someone that's keeping the promises to myself without it all having to be 
perfect, curated, documented, timely, you know. It's like, who are you in all of this? When you strip, even that is like the documented, you guys know we both show up on social media all the time if you follow our personal accounts. And I know we both find a lot of fun enjoying that, but there's still an aspect that's still not you. That's you through a lens of social media. And it's interesting to think about is like, it's two-sided. And as we were, okay, the, the one like brainstorming thing we did was like, okay, we need another topic for the episode. And we briefly touched on this. And this was the theme that came up, but it is two-sided where it's like, you do want to be in alignment with what you want and what you're trying to create and living your values when no one else is watching in those off moments. And then there's the other side of it though, is truly being able to shut off and say, it's okay. It can wait. And that high achieving mentality and mindset, which I know both Jordan and I relate to is like, what's next? What's more? How do I, how do I improve? Like, how do I keep evolving? And this has been a hard struggle for me, but I, cause I, I still sometimes am like my weekends are unproductive, but I will go, go, go during the week. And I, I do have the ability to do nothing on the weekends. Cause I don't have little kids. And I think about this all the time. I'm like, when I become a mom, like it's almost fear, like, what is this going to look like? Cause I need that like rest and recuperation so much. And I think sometimes if people saw like what those weekends look like, they'd be like, God, you're lazy. <laughs> and it's like, maybe I am. And I, that's okay. I need it. I don't yeah. know. No. And I firmly believe that like life evolves with you. Your soul evolves with you. Like I remember too thinking like, I love to sleep. I mean, and I remember being like, there's no way in heck a little human thinks they're going to wake me up at 5am. You just evolve. You do. You do. Um, but I think that it, it becomes more of a challenge and like a puzzle to figure out what rest should and can look like for you. And I think that every personality type has different types of rest, like how you recharge for me, I need time alone. You know, I would love to go on a walk by myself. I would love to get dinner with a friend uninterrupted, like adult time, you know? So I think that you have to figure out what your definition of rest is and define it and fit it in. I think one of the things that I've started to really shift around to is rest or this self-care, um, you know, is it's like this, like hot topic, like what's your self-care and the aspect to really ask you is what is going to rejuvenate you and help you recover. And that is individualized, but there are differences between those like fun things that you love doing, like, you know, taking a bubble bath and maybe for you that's rejuvenating or getting your nails done or, you know, things like that shopping. Although I, I don't really find that rejuvenating at all, but maybe someone does. I don't know. But it is about this rejuvenation piece. I think that's true. And then I also, I will say I work with enough women through coaching though, that this high achieving mindset is sometimes really hard to turn off where it's like, you almost convince yourself you don't need rest. You don't need that rejuvenation or the little bit you're getting. And it is, it's hard to be like, I'm just going to sit here and yeah. Netflix and be cool with that. Yeah. I mean, and I've literally, like, I, I love to listen to a podcast while I do the dishes and make the most out of my moments, but I've come to a place recently where I'm like, sometimes the most productive thing I can do is figure out what type of rest I need now, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, et cetera, because 
I am less productive when I don't have like that rest. I was on a meeting today and someone was like, oh, I mean, they meant it kindly and, and relatably. So I don't mean to say that they meant it in any L way, but he was kind of like, oh, I had a working wife. I know that face when I see it. Cause like I was talking gibberish. I mean, I was like half there and he was like, you need to like rest, you know, get some sleep, you know? And like, I, I can tell that you're tired. And I was just like, so embarrassed because it was so obvious that I had been in like seven meetings today. I was so unproductive. And what I should have done is stepped away from my computer for my lunch break, gone outside, had some water, closed my eyes, but instead I worked through lunch and then I was a zombie at two 30, you know? So it's like, I constantly have to remind myself of that as like a high achiever. I mean, I'll be sitting in bed at night and it's like, okay, I want to read my self-improvement book, but I also want to scroll through Instagram so I can find a new audio for my reel tomorrow. But also I want to watch keeping up with the Kardashians. And you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, watch, keep after 9 PM. So that's where boundaries come in, right? After 9 PM, I'm 100% off. Like I don't answer emails. I don't answer text messages. You know, I don't answer text messages. <laughs> like if it's not my child or my husband, I'm done. Yeah. Well, it's funny too. I'm such a night owl. So I will like get really inspired late at night and I know, and I'm totally fine with it. Jordan will not respond to, to me till the morning, but then sometimes I'll get early morning texts with her and I'm like, I am not in the mood to talk about yeah. this right now. Like I was inspired last night. I'm crabby this morning. Yeah. So, and you'll have to find your own boundaries, I guess. So it's like, you have to find the boundaries of where you need to turn off and schedule that turn off time and what it looks like so that you do have like the juice, you know, to show up when you're most productive. Cause like Taylor said, she doesn't really want to show up in the morning. That's like not her jam right now. So it's most productive for her to be able to have that slow morning and show up through the rest of the day. Yeah, I think it's also interesting, too, to think of this idea of rest. Um, And obviously, we have behind the scene conversations, and I won't like detail those all out, but also knowing some of your personal evolution that's going on, you know, it's hard, it's difficult. And that is some of the the burden, so to speak, is like recognizing that. And sometimes knowing too, that like a good night's rest might make you feel a little bit better, but sometimes you just got to go through this difficult season until you gain clarity. And I mean, I, I know this all too well because I've been there. I'm, I'm on and off still through that. I'll speak to my personal, you know, story is like, I am leaving my full-time job at the end of the summer. And that was a really big decision because I had to learn to let go of what was my dream job. And, you know, the job I'm in is wonderful. What I realized is it didn't fill my soul anymore. And my values, we talked about with Dr. Haber, like we talked about values is that's been a huge thing for me is my values. And I realized they shifted and you know what I was trying to create. And I will tell you though, going through that season is really difficult. And so there was no one solution if that makes sense to like remedy that. And some of it is just giving yourself grace through it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we live in this fast paced society where it's like, okay, I rested for a night. I rested for a day. I turned off social media on Sunday. I should be ready to go on Monday. But the reality of it is, 
I say that word all, I say that phrase all the time. I've noticed <laughs> that as listening back through our podcast. Um, but the truth of the matter, I'll switch it up is, is that, <laughs> y'all, I love gardening and I also love corny. Like what's the word? Like when you relate things to each other, um, metaphors, metaphors. Okay. There are seasons where you reap your harvest, which is like when you've got a bunch of tomatoes or cucumbers or whatever you have, but also there's a really long period of growing the seed, sowing the seed, becoming a sprout. And like, that's not glamorous. It's not cute. And it takes consistent watering and sunshine every day. Okay. So it's like, we have to remember that it may not just be a night or a week of, you know, being off and feeling unsettled, it's, it might just be a season. And again, with Dr. Haber, we talked about either being able to find opportunity and joy in that season, or just sit here and think that like, oh, life is happening to me a lot of times. And I think it's human nature, but like I default to the negative of like, oh, life, my kids, my full-time job, everyone's sick. I can't handle it all. And I have every right to be stressed and overwhelmed, but continuing to talk about that in this season, I'm also just trying to navigate like what my move is in life, like what I want next. And it's just tough, you know? And so I could either sit here and think, well, life is happening to me, or I could just say, own it. Like I am in a season right now. It's going to be a season of growth. I'm going to keep my eyes open and my feet on the ground. And I'm also going to do what my soul needs me to do so that I can figure out and be ready for that next chapter when it's time. Yeah. And with your analogy is another word for for analogy for that. You know, I was, as you were describing this in my head, I literally am picturing, I don't know why someone like sitting there, like yelling at their seeds, like hurry up. Why aren't you growing? Where are you? Hurry up. Why, why haven't we seen you grow yet? Where are you? Like, you know, and I'm being like super dramatic right now, but that's kind of what we do to ourselves. It's like, where are you decision? I need an outcome. Let's go. Come on. Why hasn't this happened? And it's like, we know what the incubation period is, you know, here's less on the packet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And there's less clarity in life for the incubation period for us. But I think that's the really fascinating thing. And so I think in this season where you're letting things grow, two things came to mind with this. Number one, I hope you're getting this from what we're talking about. It is okay to feel like you don't have it all together. Um, and like that it is okay. Like, and yes, you want to ask yourself, how do I shift my mindset to be able to serve me best right now? But that doesn't mean going to the positive. So if you're experiencing negative feelings, that's so normal. It's so valid. And embrace them. I think that's one of the things that, you know, I'm really embracing myself right now. The other piece is this idea of watching your seeds grow, right? Um, It is okay to, and we talked about this, obviously Dr. Haber's um, episode had a lot of impact on us, but last episode with her, we talked about pivoting. And so when you're waiting for those seeds to grow, it is okay to pivot. But you want to make sure you're not constantly pivoting and doing it out of this reactionary where it's like, I haven't gotten the outcome I want. But there is this piece that it's like, listen, if you're not finding joy along the way, um, or all of a sudden you're growing tomatoes and you realize you don't like tomatoes anymore, like, and you actually know that it is okay to just say, you know, I'm going to go plant some sunflower seeds. All right. So Jordan actually just had to step away. So we're recording this on a Tuesday night. 
at 8.30 and her son, her younger son usually sleeps and he's sound asleep typically and dad has tried to comfort him. He's up. So she is going to step away. I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, But one of the things that I'm going to take the opportunity to share is I have shared this on my personal social media, but the last thing about being on feeling like you need to be perfect all the time, feeling like what is next for me and that achieving mindset. It's good to have that. I mean, it's good to be driven. But one of the things that I've realized, and we've talked about in a couple episodes, is therapy. And this was a really challenging thing. I don't know why. I mean, I kind of know why. But for me to, I've worked with coaches before. I have been in like counseling and therapy, but something about this decision felt different for me. But I, I really felt led. And I think some of it is our conversations on this podcast. I'm preaching all the time how amazing therapy is. And I I see with my patients, like it creates miraculous things, you know? And again, whether it's a therapist or like a coach you're working with, or, you know, even like a spiritual mentor, like someone to be able to guide you and like hold you accountable to what you truly want to create, maybe help you gain clarity and find that alignment for yourself. It really is the next level. And it's so easy to be like, I don't need that. And it's also so easy. And I even found myself being like, well, I don't have a lot of like problems. You know, Um, we've talked about this also on the episode before. I was like, you know, it's not like I have some like anxiety or depression that I think could be diagnosed. Like, and I have a lot of insight into that. But then I started to realize healing can come at any stage and starting therapy for me. I've at the time we're recording this, I think I've had four or five sessions and it's just been so transformative to be able to really lean in and have someone there to hold space for me. I love holding space for people and to have someone do that for me feels really special. And even if you've never done that for someone, to have someone do it for you, you feel so seen and heard and valued. And I just think helping me to go to that next level. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I, I process emotions, but one of the things that I realized in this journey is I wasn't always accepting my emotions. I'd be like, okay, I'm processing through this. I feel like really angry about this or irritable or sad or disappointed. And I'd notice it. I'd process through it. I'd give it space, but then I'd go into, okay, how do I start to like regulate and you know, all of it is a form of regulation, but how do I move on? How do I keep going? And I think this is so true of rest too. Like Jordan was saying before she stepped away is it's sometimes not this day process. It's a long journey. It's repeated. It's continuing to lean in. And one of the things that I've learned is just acknowledging and accepting that it is okay for those um, feelings to exist. So one of the things that we recently did in a therapy session talking about emotions is um, this is a self-compassion exercise by Kristen Neff, and it is a meditation mindfulness exercise, you know, you're breathing in and out. And it's, it's literally saying this is a moment of and describing whatever that emotion you're feeling is. And that emotion is a part of life. It is part of the human condition. Everyone feels this. Everyone experiences this. And sometimes just validating in that way that you are not unique in feeling this negative thing. The thing that really came up for me in this session was 
related to worthiness and self-worth and all of that. And, you know, often feeling too much because I've gotten that feedback so much of my life. And so that is driven from shame and fear. And even right now, owning all of this feels really vulnerable for me, but I think it's so important and to recognize that that shame, that fear, those feelings of unworthiness, like they are there. It is a part of life. It is a part of human condition. And it's like right now, this is still part of Kristen Neff's work. Right now, may I be kind to myself. May I give myself the compassion that I need. Compassion is really feeling empathy for yourself or another person with the desire to soothe or be of help. And so giving yourself that grace, that compassion, that kindness. I loved this inspiration at, again, it's from Dr. Kristen Neff. I'll go ahead and also link a website from her in the show notes, wrapping this up, giving yourself that compassion and recognizing what does your off look like? And knowing that this might be a repeated journey, a repeated evolution, you might not be able to solve it in one day. And Jordan and I just are both going through seasons of life right now that there isn't an easy fix and that is okay. And I think we're both learning how to embrace this uncertainty. I hope you have a friend like I have a friend in Jordan. If you guys haven't heard our origin story, we literally met through Instagram and we've gone through seasons where we're a little bit more closer than others, but this is the closest we've been doing this podcast together. And just having that friend that, you know, supports you unconditionally is really, really powerful. And although we wish we could be there and help you to process through everything you're going through, hopefully parts of this podcast give you everything that you need. And even that I said that that's, those are the words that came out, but really I hope it gives you something you need. We can't be everything for everyone. We really can't be everything for anyone, nor should this podcast be, but hopefully you have that community around you. We are almost done with this episode, but we want to leave you with tangible steps to apply this. We are all about taking messy action and we would encourage you to embrace that with us. Here's this week's takeaway. Wrapping up, I'm going to give you a messy action just to ask yourself, how can you give compassion to yourself? Reflecting on that, what feelings are coming up for you and maybe taking yourself through this exercise, starting off with a few breaths in and out and just trying to pay attention to your breath. So one of the best ways to focus on mindfulness is paying attention to how the air is moving in and out and whatever you're feeling, remember, this is a moment of, and you can insert that feeling. And this emotion is part of life. It's part of the human condition. Right now, may I be kind to myself. May I give myself the compassion I need. So I hope you'll take some time to really go through that yourself. It was really powerful for me and I hope it is for you too. That is all for today's episode. I hope you loved Candid Conversations. And it was so candid that Jordan had to go take care of her little baby. And that is okay. And you're going to have moments in your life too that you need to hit the break. Um, I will never forget this as I'm wrapping up. I just want to tell this quick story. 
I was in this season where everything was go, go, go. I was feeling so overwhelmed. The gas pedal was to the floor. I was going and I felt like it's like I was driving the car and everything around me was going so fast and I like couldn't catch up and couldn't catch my breath. And I distinctly remember one of my mentors saying like very intensely, Taylor, stop. And in that moment, it was so powerful. It reminded me, and he said this too, you have a break for a reason. Do not be afraid to hit that break. Do not be afraid to pause and to know that that break is there. And the really ironic thing, him saying stop, it simply gave me permission to stop. I forgot I had permission to stop in that moment. I actually didn't stop. I actually kept going. But in the back of my mind, knowing that I could hit the brake and pull over at any moment was the most powerful thing I needed. And I share that with you today. So know you have a break. Know it's okay to stop. Give yourself that permission. We will see you on next episode. Bye, y'all. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. We love when you share your imperfect but impactful progress with us on social media. We've linked our Instagram, leadher.everyday, in the show notes so you can tag us. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to stay up to date. See you next time.